1: We provide the tools, ideas, and encouragement to help you move ahead on your journey, becoming a more powerful and impactful woman in your own life. Now here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider.
2: Welcome to the show, everyone. I hope that you're having a beautiful week. And during this time of the year, things can get so busy. We can feel pulled in so many directions that I wanted to have a time where we could come together, take a breath, connect and really give you support to f- discover your joy again, to release things that aren't serving you, and to really tap into your body and that health and support that you're looking for. Today, we're going to focus in on how I call it staying ahead of the curve. And what I mean by that is how can we live our life a little bit differently so this year's looks Different And even more in the direction of where we're wanting to go than last year so that we keep moving forward, we keep it expanding. And what I mean by stay ahead of the curve means that you're living your life fully, you're playing life on purpose, not letting it just come at you and happening to you and doing what the crowd does, but really pausing And deliberately choosing what to say yes to and what to say no to that's really going to move you forward to be the person you want to be, to interact with others the way you want to interact, and really live the life you want to live, playing to your own rhythm and to your own beat. So today, we're really going to dig into that to give you some practical and profound support. And here's what was laid on my heart to share, is that... What I have discovered, and this was not something I got easily, it took me a while because I'm a doer. I like to keep moving forward. Uh, I like to move just for the sake of feeling like I'm putting things on my list and I'm crossing them off and pretty soon the list is running me. That's more my default. And the powerful tool I have learned is pausing. And I have found when I pause and I take a breath and I Sit there for a moment and really receive what is it that I'm called to do today? What am I choosing to do today? Who do I want to be? When I stop and ask those questions and I sit in that silence for a little bit and listen, I make better choices. I have fewer errors and mistakes. I have more clarity And it's easier to know what to say yes or no to so that the actions I do take actually move me further ahead versus feeling like I'm spinning my wheels a little bit. So I've discovered the secret to moving effectively forward (laughs) and faster is remembering to pause. And then the other thing I want you to think about during our conversation today is what I call the full plate syndrome we can have this tendency to just kind of keep adding things onto our plate. I need to do this. I need to do that. We've got this coming up. I want to do this too. Add, add, add. And it can be like when we're at a a picnic or we're at one of those all-you-can-eat places where you can sample and try lots of things. Pretty soon, our plate's full and things are falling off. And that's because the plate is only so big. There are only so many hours in the day. And what it's important to remember to do is to take things off your plate too, not just endlessly add because something will eventually fall off. And then we can beat ourselves up. We can um, judge ourselves really harshly rather than realizing that's just an indicator. Oh, it's time for me to review what's on my plate again and see what I want to keep on my plate and what I choose to take off. That's where you can step into a really powerful place in your life and in the things that you're doing. So I invite you as we go through our time together today to really lean in and listen and see if there's some things you can apply to your life, whether it's pausing, it's evaluating what's on your plate, wisdom and tips that our guests will be sharing with you, CJ and Amy. Really listen for those things that are going to be supportive to you so that you're really choosing what's on your plate you're really choosing what to say yes or no to and you're actually building time in your life for you that's where it can be joyful and sustainable instead of feeling like your life is running you so let's take a moment and center in and really see what it is that we need today Those of you who are driving, please stay safe. Keep your hands on the wheel. Just focus in a little bit. And for those of you who are able to, I'm going to invite you to close your eyes. Really put both feet on the floor. Ground yourself. Put one hand on your heart, one hand on your head. And let's take a deep belly breath together. Let's do this again. Beautiful. And in this space carved out just for you, what is it that you need today? What will empower you or encourage you or support you? What is it that you need today? Just receive that information. It can be a picture, a thought, a memory a sound, a smell, all different kinds of ways that we can be communicated with. But really lean into what is it that you need today? And if the answer is you're not sure, then that's what I would say is I want to learn what it is that I need. I want to discover that. Go ahead and come back into the room. Open up your eyes. And I invite you to write that information down, whatever it is that was laid upon your heart that you need, so you can keep it top of mind and actively be on the lookout for opportunities to move closer and receive whatever it is that you need. Beautiful. Let's take a breath again, eyes open. <sighs> Wonderful. And CJ, I was wondering if you had something laid upon your heart that you wanted to share with us today.
3: Oh, thank you, Rebecca. Mm -hmm. What came to my heart was about the subject I'm going to talk about, about forgiveness, Mm -hmm. and how freeing it is, and how grateful I am that I discovered forgiveness in my own life, because it's made me very empowered very empowered
2: beautiful and, yeah beautiful i think that's so timely because a lot of things we may still be be hurt by Or um, wounds that we have in our family tree or within ourselves can um, start to feel even more tender this time of year sometimes because of the pressure or perhaps we're interacting with those individuals in a different way. And so I think forgiveness is really important to look at and really see if that's something that would be supportive. So beautiful. Thank you, CJ. Yes. And Amy, how about you? Did you have something laid upon your heart to share?
4: You know, the first thing that came to mind was kale. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the kale, of the plant?
4: Kale, and nu- well, nutrition, but kale, Got when it. you said something that we need in our lives today, because right now I'm actually in my childhood bedroom that I grew up in, in New Jersey, and I'm visiting my family. I live in California now, visiting my family, and the other thing that came to mind besides nutrition because I'm, I'm one of the more health conscious in my family, so I have to provide a lot for myself in respect to that. But the other thing that came to mind was connecting with others.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And either connecting with others that are sharing similar challenges that I have, or just just knowing that other people are going through similar, uh, I don't want to say struggles as much, but yeah, just challenges Beautiful. as the year comes to a close.
2: No, thank you for for sharing that. I love the kale. <laughs> I love <laughs> kale actually, so I, I understand that popping into your mind. <laughs> I need kale, <laughs> and I recently discovered making kale chips myself, which I really oh, yes. really enjoy. But I've also learned with kale, it's important to have like a good friend or a mirror <laughs> because it can really get in the oh, teeth it gets in your teeth. date food. <laughs> 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 but I, I support kale, and I think connecting is really, really important because, like you're sharing, when you're in this environment that you're not normally in, now it can feel a little disconnecting, and um, the patterns that you built that are supportive of you may not naturally be flowing in that environment. And really having, making a point to be connected. And the other thing I love that you shared was building support in for yourself. I think that's really, really important is building that support in, um, connecting, forgiveness, and really look at what it is that you need this season. So beautiful shares, ladies. Thank you very much for sharing. I appreciate it. Listeners, I want you to just kind of absolutely dig in and see what is it? that you need and maybe something that CJ and Amy shared or I shared sparked something. And I want to invite you to really see how can you bring that thing in to you, into your life and support you? Because here's the thing I think sometimes we can let life run us. I mentioned that earlier. And after a while, we're a victim of our own life getting depleted, running crazy <laughs> versus mm-hmm. stepping into a leadership position in our life and choosing I choose to say yes to this. I choose to, I can't control what all the other people are doing, even though I think sometimes I want to. (laughs) You really don't. (laughs) But I can choose to bring Kale with me. I can choose to connect (laughs) with a friend or two. I can choose to have some quiet time with myself to go for a walk. Like, I can bring those choices into my life. And when we make those choices, that to me is when you're shifting into this place of empowerment versus your life running you. So I want to encourage you. It's a leadership position in your life. How do you want to play the game of life? How do you want to navigate through this season and these, this holiday time, which can be joyful, but also can have a lot of pressure? How do you want to navigate? What's going to be supportive to you? And here's the activity I would love for you to take away and actually do during our time together. Practice it. And then you'll get a chance to do this um, when you complete the show time with us. But we have commercial breaks throughout the show. And there's a few things I want you to do with those breaks. One, I would love for you to listen to the commercials and sponsors because those are people who and organizations that really believe empowering women is important. And so much so they put their name, brand and resources behind it and make shows like this possible. So I want to encourage you to do that. And we also share upcoming opportunities. But secondly, it's a great time for... For you to check in during that commercial break and just listen. Information that's being shared during the show. See how it's going to speak within your heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. So that you can capture the gems and jewels that are going to serve you as you're moving powerfully forward. I applaud that you said yes to you today. You're leaning in. You're bringing nourishment into your life. And this is a way for you just to dial it up. Is really utilize those commercial breaks and pauses to reflect and listen and with that we are stepping into one of our first commercial moments i encourage you to lean in and we'll look forward to talking to you in just a moment
5: Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for people like you. With just one seven-minute audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities. This is a dynamic way to share your message, reach more people, and expand your impact. Apply now at yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Finalists get to audition live in front of community leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Don't wait. Find out more. Visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. That's one 613 1612 You may also send an email to Rebecca at your dot com. Now back to empowering women, transforming lives.
2: Welcome back, everyone. I hope you took advantage of that pause that commercial break. Those are built in throughout the store, built in pauses. (laughs) So I invite you to really utilize them. So you're maximizing every bit of the show to really interact with you and serve you. Well, we are shifting gears to our first expert interview. It is my privilege and honor to introduce our first guest. Her name is Carolyn C.J. Jones. And hopefully today she'll actually share the story behind C.J. because it's probably not doesn't stand for what you think it stands for. So, Carolyn C.J. Jones, <laughs> right, C.J.? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she is a forgiveness expert. I know you've already heard the joy in her voice and in her energy, but that really has come through the path of forgiveness. She is a motivational speaker, a cor- coach, award winning author. And a former nurse, she's been helping release people's emotional and physical pain since 1974. And she is passionate about helping others with forgiveness and stepping fully into their joy. Please lean in and warmly welcome the amazing Carolyn C.J. Jones. Yay. Oh,
3: thank you, Rebecca. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm glad to have you here. And Oh, well, it's wonderful to be here. Yes. And before we get too far along, do you mind sharing what CJ stands for?
3: Yeah, that'd be great. Well, when I got into business, I Googled Carolyn Jones to see how I would come up um, on Google. And I got 25 pages of Carolyn Jones, the actress. So I knew I had to do something. What I did was insert my nickname which CJ which everyone thinks stands for Carolyn Jones but it doesn't. <laughs> when I was in high school I got the lead in the high school musical Carousel, one of the leads anyway, and I was Carrie Snow, which was a really ham part and I hammed it up. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, my best friend nicknamed me the original Cracker Jack, and that is what CJ stands for, Cracker Jack.
2: (laughs) I love it. I had an opportunity recently to speak at one of CJ's beautiful events. She has these beautiful, powerful, transformational events. And she shared this story. And the gift that she gave to each of her speakers was this bag full of all these different treats that were really sweet and tasty and meaningful. And then she included a box of Cracker Jacks. And it just made me smile. (laughs)
3: When I saw those on the shelf, Rebecca, it was like, I was
2: ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> yes. Now, do you mind sharing why this work of forgiveness to you is personally so important? You know, why, why do you do what you do and um, support people so much around forgiveness?
3: I'd be happy to answer that. My life personally changed 180 degrees when I learned to forgive. You see, I was a very angry and bitter person, blaming everyone for my unhappiness and playing the victim. I drank and did drugs through that 30 years until I crashed and burned. And after I got sober, it was about four years into it that I discovered forgiveness. And when I did, Rebecca, my life changed in an instant from that angry, bitter person to one with peace, happiness, and joy. It really happened kind of... In an instant when I realized that forgiveness had found me and that's why I do what I do to help anyone else who's out there dealing with difficult times to find forgiveness so that they can change their lives too.
2: Beautiful. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. And I know on that journey, you had gratitude. And when you shared at the event I was at a little bit, um, your first step along those journeys as you were um, <laughs> attending meetings and such, was like they talked about gratitude again and again <laughs> and again. <Yes. laughs> and, and that that was part of the journey that, that really led you there. Um, do you mind sharing, because I, I th- what is forgiveness about? Because I think there are myths and misunderstandings around it, and I want to make sure we're all on the same page. So what do you mean by forgiveness, and is there a myth or misunderstanding you find commonly?
3: Oh, yes, there, there are some myths that I find are pretty common. But forgiveness is about making the choice to hurt and suffer less even though you're wounded. Mm. So we make that choice to not allow the offense to rule our lives. Some of the myths that are out there are that we're condoning the offender when we forgive, and that is not true. All we're doing is clearing our own heart of gunk and difficulty so that we can go on with a clear heart. Another myth that is out there is forgive and forget. Mm -hmm. Once you forgive, then forget it. Well, I don't believe that because in my own situation, I'll always remember what happened to me because it's part of who I am, but I remember it with a more gentle and softer heart. And uh, the last myth Mm -hmm. is that forgiveness is for the other person, and it's not. It's for you. It's for you. That's why you can forgive even if someone has passed away or even if you don't talk to anyone, the person you're forgiving, about the fact that you're forgiving them.
2: Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I think it's so profound what you shared about. It's a choice to hurt and suffer less, even though wounded. It's not condoning um, the behavior. It's not necessarily forgetting it, but it's really choosing to hurt and suffer less. I think that's so beautiful. Thank you. Now, how how does this tie to joy and empowerment?
3: Well, when we are forgiving, it brings in peace and freedom and joy to us. We are free to experience those emotions and those empower us a great deal. So when we feel these emotions after we've forgiven, we go to a place of great empowerment, we're no longer spewing the negative energy of resentment when we have forgiven.
2: Beautiful. Which doesn't necessarily draw people to us in the kind of connection we want with people and relationships. So I think that's really, really powerful. Thank you. Now, I know... I wanted to throw something in here that wasn't on the list of approved questions. May I do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that you have an acronym for the word HOPE. Do you mind sharing that?
3: Oh, not at all. It actually stands for two things. Mm-hmm. The first is, hold on, pain ends. Yes, And the second thing it stands for is, hold on, possibilities emerge.
2: Beautiful. Thank you. I love that. And every time I hear it, it just resonates with me so powerfully. Hold on, pain ends. Hold on, possibilities emerge. So beautiful. Thank you. Now, I know you have put together an amazing gift for our listeners. Do you mind sharing about that gift?
3: No, not at all. If you have a story running your life, robbing you of your happiness and joy and peace, then I have a report, a free report called The Beginning Change Your Story, Change Your Life. And from this report, you discover how to identify a negative story you may have, and it also talks about common situations in which people generally tell a story. And finally, you learn a tip that will aid you in changing your story so you can find more peace and more happiness
2: in your life. Beautiful. Thank you so much for making this gift available. And to me, it resonates so much with the event you recently had, which was Change Your Story, Change Your Life. And I love the work that you do that really empowers people to release those stories that aren't serving them, that are replaying in their mind to forgive so that they can be empowered and have freedom and have joy and choose to hurt and suffer less. So I want to encourage you to lean into CJ's amazing gift and make the choice to hurt and suffer less. And no, it's not a solo journey. You can actually have support along the way, which CJ is just really powerful and beautiful at. CJ, did you have a last? Oh, you're very, very welcome. I appreciate you making (laughs) it available. Do you have a a last tip or insight that you'd like to share? Beautiful.
3: Yes. The, the quickest way and the most sure way to change your story so it changes your life is to forgive.
2: Mm. So that is the secret. <laughs> that is Beautiful. the
3: secret. It Wonderful. will change your life big time.
2: Wonderful, and I love that you've provided a tool to help our listeners do that in a practical way and in a profound way. Listeners, I encourage you to lean in. We're getting ready to go to our next commercial break. My goodness, it comes so quickly. Um, Really have that opportunity to reflect, pause, listen in, and at the end of our show today, I will let you know how to access our amazing gifts, and we'll look forward to talking to you in just a moment.
1: Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for people like you. With just one seven-minute audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities. This is a dynamic way to share your message, reach more people, and expand your impact. Apply now at yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker talent. Finalists get to audition live in front of community leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Don't wait. Find out more. Visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net
0: Tune in for Suzanne Ross and Lighten Up TV, evolutionary wellness for the body, mind, and spirit. Each episode features Suzanne and her amazing guests, including inspirational authors, speakers, wellness experts, and spiritual guides. This series is focused on achieving total well-being so that you can live well and love life. Visit lightenuptv.net to find out more. Lighten Up TV is presented by The Awakening Center, a nonprofit for those seeking a higher way of living and being. Don't miss out on living your best life now. Go to lightenuptv.net today.
5: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice america.
2: Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed that break. You got a moment to pause, reflect, listen in, here about some upcoming things, and keep developing that listening skill within what is it that you're really wanting to claim and step into and move forward in. We are now stepping forward to our next expert interview, which I know you're going to love. You'll love Amy's energy <laughs> <laughs> and, and her passion. And I know you got to hear a little bit of her heart earlier in the show and her passion for Kale. We, we got to learn about that as well. But <laughs> mm-hmm. well, let me share a little bit about her with you just from a more formal perspective. And Amy has a background that I think is is somewhat unique, that you had, at 13 years old, you weighed over 200 pounds, you had bone complications, you were confined to a wheelchair, and discovered a way to shift your relationship with your body and with food to actually heal yourself and really bring empowerment into your life. And today, that's what you help people do, help others really heal themselves and step into a fun and healthy life that is thriving. And so I'd love for you to warmly lean in and welcome the amazing Whoa to our show. Welcome, (laughs) Amy. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Well, I'm glad to have you. And I know I just touched on a couple little tiny highlights of your story. And I know if they read your bio, they're going to see some more details. But would you mind sharing from your heart why this work personally of empowering people in this way is so personally important to you.
4: Oh, yes. This is, yeah, this is, this is what drives me. So mm-hmm. you did, you started off to um, share my story about the physical complications I had growing up, being confined to a wheelchair. And as a 13-year-old, you know, 12 to 13-year-old girl, just knowing in my gut that the wheelchair wasn't, that's not what was going to be my life. And using crutches was not going to be my life. I made the conscious decision to throw those crutches down and knowing that anything would be less painful than a life like that. I had no idea what that was going to look like because that had been my life for years. I knew that anything would be less painful. I knew I had to move. I knew my body wanted to be felt again. I had completely disconnected from my body and... I knew I needed to eat better. I needed to figure out how to eat. So I found, I hope there's no, I'll, I'll trademark this, but I, I found the pa- I found the power of sweating to the oldies mm-hmm. and, and deal a meal from Richard Simmons. Mm-hmm. And that movement to something that I could do in my home where I didn't have to be embarrassed about my body or what I looked like, doing those exercise videos at home and learning how to regulate the food that I was putting into my body completely changed my life.
2: Beautiful. And this, if, if you have the opportunity to meet Amy, you would never know this is her past. She is vivacious and joyful and you just want to keep playing with her. She's very active <laughs> and moves around and very fit. Like you would never know um, from the picture and the, the snapshot you would see or get to experience of Amy today, that this is um, some of what her background and journey was. And then on top of that, Amy, right, you had some other things happen, some accidents that you got oh, to. Oh, yeah. Do you mind sharing yeah, a little so, about that?
4: Oh, I, I, I love sharing this story. And, and whenever I start to tell the story, it depends on what situation I'm in, mm-hmm. I have to really judge who my audience is and what they can handle. And I'm going to give you very succinctly um, kind of the full, the full experience. So I had as an adult, so that whole experience of being in a wheelchair was when I was younger. Now as an adult on the West Coast in San Francisco, I became a bike commuter and I suffered three life-threatening bicycle accidents. One with an 18-wheeler the second one, which was 3 years later on the same day of the year. I always oh. love to tell that for for dramatic effect. But it's, <laughs> it is it is really it's really crazy. 3 years later on the same day of the year, I got run over by a 17-year-old drunk driver mm. that had me that one had me on death's door multiple times throughout recovery. And and then a third one, which was kind of like a paper cut. I just got a broken pelvis, no big deal. Oh. <laughs> But that was the third bicycle accident. And throughout all of these, the way I was able to recover in phenomenal time, everybody had always remarked about how amazing it was that I recovered so quickly. And how did you do that? How did you get on your feet from a neck brace one day into like walking and going back to yoga? Not really the next day. It was months later. But what I did was I recalled that energy from my youth and how I healed myself as a youngster. And I use that energy again to take me out out of these really extreme physical challenges.
2: Exactly, and to this day, you're you're very active and um, move around. Do you still bicycle?
4: Oh yeah, I was going to say I still <laughs> ride my bike. I ride my bike every day. I teach spinning classes now. Uh-huh. Yep. And I'm, I'm get, one of my goals for this new year is getting my personal trainer certification and Beautiful. getting some fit, fitness nutrition certification to really legitimate, not that it, my experiences aren't legitimate, but to really get the, the core knowledge to, to push forward with helping people.
2: Beautiful. Now, you have, just from the, the pieces of the story that you've shared with us, of your story, you've had a lot of time where your body didn't feel at its best, and yet you mm-hmm. kept motivated. How, how can one stay motivated when their body doesn't feel at its best, or it's having to recover from some injury or um, illness that has happened to them? How do you do that, and how would you um, invite or a wisdom that you would share with our listeners today around that?
4: That, I love that question because that is, that's what, uh, you know, really helped me through the, through each of those scenarios was how can I stay connected to my body? I feel like, because the first accident, I couldn't move the lower half of my body, first Mm -hmm. and second accident, actually. And so for me, I knew I had to keep moving in some way and in that first accident, lower body didn't really work. So I just moved my arms and I would put put headphones on and listen to music. So music therapy is very, I find that to be one of the all-time best healers is putting Mm -hmm. on music and moving in some way, whatever way you can. So your legs are injured or painful or maybe you have something chronic that is keeping you from moving your legs, you can move your arms. So it's really looking at Anything that you can do, no matter how small it might seem, it's actually huge in the moment because it's helping you connect to this place of joy, this place of you. It's really connecting to you because what happens with physical trauma and emotional trauma is that you get pulled so far away from yourself, this is from my personal experience, that you really have to keep reconnecting and keep reconnecting. Mm
2: -hmm. Yep. No, thank you I'm taking notes as, as you're talking here Amy
4: <laughs> I, I so think yes, any, so any little bit you can do <laughs> is
2: powerful and when I, I um, recently have had um, pretty major surgery and I've been recovering and now I'm allowed to move a little bit and one day what I could do was I could pick out the videos that I wanted to start doing and I could, and I put on my exercise clothes and that was the energy I had. But yes. it was like a step that I could take and then I played music. And then another day I was able to move my arms and step a little bit. And it's been a journey really coming back and getting stronger and stronger. So I love this because what you're sharing, the way I hear, it, Amy, what you're sharing is making the choice to stay connected moving and honoring you and music is really powerful in that because it's very motivating and, and joyful to listen to music and help you move. But I love the phrase you said, it's huge in the moment for you and making mm-hmm. that choice to do To me, that's so empowering because we can't always choose what's happened to us. We can't instantly feel better, but we can make choices still in that place to connect to listen to music, to move and have that huge moment for yourself. I love what you shared, Amy. Thank you.
4: Oh, you're welcome.
2: Beautiful. Now we are, our time is going so quickly, Amy. So oh I want to make goodness, sure <laughs> <laughs> that, that you share your amazing gift. So our listeners know what they can lean into. Do you mind sharing what you put together for us today? Oh, yeah. No, I don't mind at all. So right now
4: I have, I have some um, appetizers on my website. And the appetizers, what I want you to do is really think about what you want to do in the new year, what you can bring into your life. And like I said, it could be a very small thing, but it's just a stepping stone. And just like what you just shared as well, a, a one little step towards this, this bigger goal So this is, I want you to think about this as the year of you. Mm -hmm. And it might be that you you are going to bring lunch to your work. You're going to make yourself lunch instead of spending the $15 on the sandwich from the place around the corner. Uh, You want to get your arms toned. You want to find out what all the hype is about coconut oil. I'm going to collect my top five favorite attainable fun and healthy tips that you can start rocking right now. Like no no hesitation. You can start these things right now and it's gonna just start a whole avalanche of thoughts of what you want to bring into your life.
2: Beautiful. I love this. So you can rock the new year and and I I declare this the year of you. I love that. Year of you listeners, let's let's just claim that for a moment.
1: Let's yeah. take a deep
2: breath and, and say, this is the year of me, but it's not not me, Rebecca. It's you claiming that for yourself. So ready on the count of three. One, two, three. This is the year, the year of, of me. me. <laughs> Wonderful. I love, love, love it. Now. Do you have we have time for one more tip if you have a tip or maybe an um insight of how we could get into the groove as we're claiming this year of me or here of you. Do you have an idea of how we can do that and kind of rock into the new year?
4: oh yeah, well there there were a lot of things that you had said earlier that just completely resonated with me and let me let me grab one of those things from this this brief time we've been talking what i've been telling my spinning class for months now we started off being grateful practicing gratitude for all, all the month of october a little bit in november then we started to focus on something that we can let go of mm-hmm. something might be a limiting thought i find this so helpful a limiting thought a limiting habit something that doesn't serve you anymore it could be a person it could be a thing just think of something that isn't serving you anymore and start to let it go.
2: And it might beautiful. take a little time,
4: but just start that process right now.
2: Yes. Yes, because we don't need to bring that into the new year. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Thank you. I love that. Let's, let's release those things that are not serving as you're claiming the year of you. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing, Amy. I appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. And listeners, we have another one of these opportunities to lean in and listen and really see what we're going to take with us as we go forward and out into life today and throughout this week. And when we come back, it will be our exciting closing segment where I will let you know how to access these amazing gifts and we'll share a couple more exciting tips. Talk to you soon.
5: Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for people like you. With just one seven minute audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities. This is a dynamic way to share your message, reach more people, and expand your impact. Apply now at yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker talent. Finalists get to audition live in front of community leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Don't wait. Find out more. Visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker talent. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Rebecca at YourPurposeDrivenPractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives.
2: Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that opportunity to listen to the commercials and also keep listening to What's being spoken into your heart and spirit and what it is that you really want to look at bringing forward in your life as you're claiming the year of you, (laughs) releasing those things that are not serving you, but really stepping into what is and looking for a couple practical things that you can take forward with you. So maybe music or pausing or connecting, and maybe it's kale. You know, what are the things (laughs) that are going to empower you as you're stepping forward and Put you into the year of you in a supportive, dynamic, and powerful powerful way. Now, I promised I would share with you how to access these amazing gifts and these can be things that will really support you on your journey that CJ and Amy are making available to you. And the reason I do this is I want you to have access to the experts like I do. I want you to be able to have something you can carry forward and start applying in your life. Not just your great content and information but really bring transformation into your life in a really positive and supportive way. So What you do to access these gifts is you go to Radio Gifts, and it's plural with an S dot net it's radiogifts dot net it's a page or a net full of amazing gifts that are free to support you on your journey we ask that you give us your name and email address so we can stay in touch and then you simply scroll down to today's date which is Tuesday December 22nd and you'll see Amy and CJ's pictures there, descriptions of their gifts and you can click on the ones that will serve and support you. You will also see when you click in some gifts from me as well to support you. So please celebrate you, lean in, say yes to those gifts that will serve and support you. And then I asked Amy and CJ behind the scenes if they would share a tip or an insight as kind of our parting thoughts and wisdom for you today. And they both said yes. So, Amy, do you mind sharing about the pause and holiday eating? How can we have those things serve us?
4: Oh, yes. So I loved what you said about the pause earlier. And I I always use the pause when I'm eating. And especially around the holidays when we have everyone around us and all these lovely, amazing foods that are maybe not part of our normal diets piled upon us on our plates not knowing when to stop and getting to that point of, of maybe overeating to to a painful physical experience. So I just want you to keep in mind that you can always access the sacred pause. It's good to access before you start eating, just to check in with your body, and at any point during a meal when you, yeah, maybe you're not hungry anymore, maybe you've gotten caught up in the mix, miss, the, the the mix of celebration, And you don't know if you're full anymore. Just take a pause.
2: Ask your body if you're full. If you are, time to push the plate away. Beautiful. Thank you. So remembering to take that sacred pause throughout Mm -hmm. the day, throughout your meal in a practical and profound way will really, really support all of you. Beautiful. Thank you. And, yeah. I, and I'm just thinking that that also helps the year of you as, as we're moving into that, that by that pausing, we can still enjoy our food, but maybe not have as much work that we maybe need to do in January if we remember <laughs> to do <Right>. the pause. <laughs> um, so I think that's that's really, really powerful. And then, CJ, I know that you had a share around compassion and forgiveness. Do you mind sharing that with us today?
3: No, not at all. I'd love to. So it helps to look at the offender with compassion for their wounds. And by doing that, you're opening your heart so that forgiveness can flow in.
4: Mm-hmm. I
3: have a quick story I'd like to share about actually how I discovered forgiveness for my father.
2: Beautiful. Yes, I please.
3: Was, yeah, okay. I was doing a self-appraisal looking at the ways in which my behavior had led to the demise of relationships with men in my life. And what I realized was I used to yell and scream at them that they were worthless and would never amount to anything. This was horrible to remember this, but the other thing is I didn't even mean it about them. I meant it about me. Mm. This raised an epiphany, Rebecca, and the epiphany was this. It stood to reason that my father, all those years that he called me worthless and said I would never amount to anything, that he meant it about himself, Mm -hmm. not about me. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, I saw him as a wounded human being, just like me, just another person, and I began to have compassion for his wounds. Over a period of about a year, one day I noticed that I'd forgiven him. What happened was I opened that space in my heart, and forgiveness was able to flow in. So that's what I recommend, is Thank look you. for the wounds for the, from the person who hurt you and try and find compassion for those
2: wounds. Well, you know, what's it always strikes me when you, when you share uh, about that, CJ, is that not only did it give you this different perspective on your father and those wounds, um, it also allowed you almost compassion for yourself, too. And I think sometimes we can get caught up in guilt or anger or frustration at ourselves, and we're not always compassionate with ourselves. And that's something I have on my heart to share with all of you is to really give yourself grace and compassion. If you have something falling off your plate because you've added so much on it, that's not the time to criticize yourself and judge yourself harshly. And now I'm irresponsible. And we start labeling ourselves with all these names instead of just realizing, wow, my plate got really full again. How can I lighten the plate Carry a little less forward and give ourselves grace and compassion. And then I find we're able to do that with others. Somehow our heart and space expands to where we can see that they're stressed or pulled a lot of directions, or perhaps their plate got too full, too. It's not necessarily personal that they shoved past us or cut us off on the freeway or whatever it may be <laughs> that they're struggling with those things too. And it helps us, I I believe, become less wounded. You know, our choice to hurt and suffer less because we're creating that compassion and that grace for ourselves and for others. And it creates more freedom and more room to breathe, the sacred pauses, Mm -hmm. and really choose to be how we want to be in this season we can't always control what happens to us the circumstances and events but we can if we remember i believe if we remember to pause choose our response and choose what we want to carry forward and not and i really want to encourage you to extend that gift of grace and forgiveness and love to yourself Especially as you're claiming, I'm I'm really taking that forward, Amy, the year of you (laughs) as you're doing Oh, good. (laughs) Yes, bring it. Bring it on. (laughs) Really build that into your life. Because if you're stretching to a place you haven't gone before, you're doing things you haven't done before because you're stepping into this new space, releasing what isn't serving, stepping into what is, there's a learning curve in that. And a discovery of, well, that worked really well, or that didn't feel supportive. Give yourself that grace in the learning process, just like you would with a best friend. That's one of the gifts my grandmother gave to me. She reminded me every single call. She would actually make me promise. For sure, she would hang up the phone. She'd always say, Rebecca, you know my health is very fragile, and it was. So will you promise me something? Yes, Grandma, a little bit of guilt, but I'll promise. (laughs) She would say, promise me that you'll take care of my granddaughter. And that was me. So I want to encourage you to take exquisite care of yourself, extend yourself grace and love and support as you're claiming this year and stepping powerfully into all of who you are and all of who you want to be. Build in The things that will support you because you are beautifully and wonderfully made an absolute gift to each and every person in your life, wherever you go, whatever you do, may you always, always bloom where you're planted and shine. We look forward to talking to you next week.
1: Thank you for joining us this week for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives,